welcome to Click Click Bang Bang, a photography podcast. This is episode five. Five. Hi guys, I'm Toby and today we're going to talk about... Oh yeah, it's Mez. Oh, hi Mez. <laughs> didn't, didn't see you there. <laughs> what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Uh, I think we're talking about copyright. Yeah, I'm calling this episode Fair What? Fair What? Oh my God, we're going to talk about copyright today and we're going to kind of talk about, you know, like what that means for you as an artist, what your rights are, and also what is the deal with fair dealing and fair use? What a complicated minefield. Oh my God, complicated is not even the half of it. I know. Let's start with, I, I literally am doing this thing where I'm like, the dictionary defines copyright as, like legit, okay? The dictionary defines copyright <laughs> as, copyright, the exclusive and assignable legal right given to the originator for a fixed number of years to print, publish, perform, film or record literacy, artistic or musical material. Ooh. Basically, it means like, yo, you make it. It's yours, and then you've got like the ability to lend people your your um you, your shit your shit <laughs> under a licensing agreement. But basically, it is the legal right that you own the stuff that you produce. I reckon all definitions should should, should be done in that way. Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, this is what this means. Yo, <laughs> people would pay way no, no, more no. attention, w- wouldn't they? They totally would. Oh my god! But yeah, it ba- it basically means what you produce. If you've produced it without using, you know, anything, anyone else's material, mm-hmm. that is yours by legal right. And mm-hmm. then you have the right to legally, like, rent it out to other people. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Now, you and I have both got some examples of, I guess, what we personally deemed infringements upon that copyright. Well, you've got a bit of a doozy. I don't really have that many, to be honest. No, I've got it like a, I've got like something else that I could talk about, but let's, yours is a doozy. So let's go. Tell us your copyright infringement story. I mean, this is some gripping shit right here. If it is indeed copyright infringement, who knows? It is. Complicated. um, Minefield. Minefield. Uh, So yeah, this was some years ago. I was at Laneway Festival, um, a music festival in Sydney. And I was just taking a few snaps here and there. Now, I must say here, I was not an accredited photographer at the event. Like an officialo? No official, you know, accreditation, anything like that. I was literally there as a punter, mm-hmm. um, just taking some happy snaps, which, you know, as far as I was aware, you're completely entitled to do as a, as a music fan or whatever. Yeah. Um, I was uh, snapping the FKA Twigs uh, set. So, okay, uh, like for all people like me who has no idea who that is, who was that? So FKA Twigs is a British, oh, what would you call her? I don't know. I don't know who she is. She's a, she's a singer essentially, okay. but a, a very she's a very eclectic thing. Anyway, I'm not going to go into the okay, – <laughs> I'm not going to start this reviewing is, her this work. This is not a music podcast. <laughs> That's coming next. That's next. Uh, anyway, so I was I was shooting. I say I was shooting. I was taking a couple of shots of her set, as I did for many of the other shows on that day. Yeah. Um, after the show, I posted uh, one of the pictures of her set to my Instagram account. Yeah. And really, just to say, you know, hey, I've been at Laneway. This was a great show. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, interestingly, I tagged her 
in my shot. I like take, added her. Added her. Yep. Same with, with as I did with Laneway Festival, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, just out of courtesy, which is just the thing that I like to do. Uh, and then I think it was the next day I woke up and uh, was just spooling through my feed. Yeah. And I saw my picture and I was like, oh, that's weird. That's, and I realised it had been flipped. Oh, like you mean like you were scrolling just like your Instagram? I was just scrolling through my Instagram Through feed. your follower, like see your, who you follow. follow. Exactly. And then you see in your phone and you're like, wait a minute, that looks familiar. Yeah, I'm thinking that looks familiar but that's been flipped, like, oh, like horizontally flipped. Oh, like mirrored. Mirrored. Okay. And I'm like, what the? What? And then I look to see where that's come from and it was on the FKX Twigs official account. Oh, right. And I'm thinking, oh, and I thought, oh, okay, whatever. And I read the caption expecting to see my name your in ad, there as yeah, my, you your know, handle. my for Agio Photographic. That's my plug for the day. Yeah. Um, and there was nothing there. And I thought, hold on a second, that's a bit, yeah. that's a bit rough. Now, the other thing, I watermark every image I put on Instagram. Yeah. I add my brand, my my watermark brand. Yeah. And I also noticed that the image had been cropped uh-huh. um, to remove that watermark. And that was what infuriated me more than anything. Sure. I often don't have a problem with people taking my images as long as they either A, credit me or B, ask for permission. To be personally. like super anal, you mean, because I don't want people to like go to your website now and mind your shit, mm. you mean like you don't mind if people repost you on the gram as long as they credit you. Yeah, and don't to an alter my image. It, yeah. Look, I'm not going to say that is true of every single image that I sure. put up there. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I would prefer people to always ask me first. Yeah. Uh, 99 times over 100, I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, go for it, whatever. Yeah, just make sure you put my handle. Exactly. So there was no attribution, no watermark. The image had been flipped. Which you know, like, not to sound like a total cynic, but you know why they flipped it so it wouldn't come up in Google, exactly. like, reverse, reverse image, image search. search. So I got the shits. So I sent, I think I sent a DM to the account mm-hmm. and I said, uh, I put my email address in there and asked them to, it was pretty, I wasn't Blunt. very nice. Mm. I didn't think I should be. Sure. And I got a response back saying something like, you know, Oh, you know, it was, it was clearly from a social media like manager, whoever person, whoever deals it with was. That. Yeah, yeah. So I looked up her agent and I found an email address to which I wrote, and I basically said, um, I said to this person, "Look, as you can see, the image has been flipped, which is an infringement of my copyright, and no permission was sought to use the image in any way." I also made the point that the watermark had been removed. Um, Super dodgy. Yeah. I said, uh, given the photo has close to 23,000 likes at the time of writing this email, Shit. you can hopefully appreciate what a credit would have meant for me and my work. Yes. Photographers are too often asked to work for no payment and credit from acts such as FKA Twigs goes a long way in terms of publicising our skills for paid work in the future. That's a very, very good point. Pretty diplomatic, you know. Not yeah, because it's too... not like, you know, you know, you were just there, you took the photo. Yeah. It's your legal right to take that photo. It's your property now. Yeah. And there should be some credit there. Yeah. So here is the response I got from somebody called Imogen, who is uh, affiliated in some way to FKA Twigs, who they call Twigs. 
Love it. My sincerest apologies that the credit got missed. Twigs always tries to credit correctly. This was a mistake. At this point, all we can offer is adding a deserved credit in the comments or remove the picture. Please let me know how you would like to proceed. Now, by this point, we were some weeks down the track and, you know, I think I'd kind of... yeah. And, like, was this at a time when, like, because now you can actually edit your Instagram yeah, yeah. titles. So that was probably before you could do that. Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it would have been. Not sure. Because there was a time where you couldn't do that. Yeah. I'm not sure. Anyway, I said, hi, Imogen. Thanks for getting back to me. Um, I appreciate the apology. It's much appreciated. It's actually possible. Oh, no. Here we go. In answer to a question. It's actually possible to edit image captions on Instagram. So my preference would be for you guys to do that and add a picture credit to me at Fragio Photographic, which is my Instagram handle. I prefer that as it will be seen, whereas in the comments, it's likely to get missed. 100%. Obviously, you're talking about an image that by this point probably had 100,000 likes yeah. and God knows how many yeah. comments. You would yeah. never have seen anything. I would normally prefer uh, an altered picture to be removed. This one was flipped. But in this case... If if you can get the credit in the photo caption, that will be sufficient conclusion. Right. So I'm conceding a little bit and there. And you're being very diplomatic. Yeah, and, I'm conceding yeah. a bit of, uh, you know, my artistic integrity sure. as well to yes. some, some degree. Sure, sure. Uh, so they've kind of said we'll, we'll, we'll sort this out. Then I got this weird email from, uh, from Imogen's address. Um, now, she had previously sent me an email saying we'll sort this out tomorrow. Yeah. So then I get this other email from her address and it says, this is Twigs replying to you personally. And I'm like. What? I so don't I'm know like, this part of the story. I'm like, okay, fair enough. She says to me, uh, I really do completely understand your point of view. And when I work with a photographer or know them and know their work, I always give them credit. Hundreds of pictures are taken of me and regrammed after a show. So I often don't know where they come from all right now she then goes on to say i know that you won't have messaged other people that may have regrammed your picture with perhaps less followers and less network pool <gasps> and this is where my problem lies now i didn't do that because no one else had take, <laughs> taken my image oh my and flipped God. it and removed the watermark okay can i just like translate yeah. basically what she just said to you yeah. in like female bitch voice motherfucker like I have so many followers you should be thanking me that I used your photo without permission like I should grace my ass with yours exactly she then goes on to say I hope that you can see from my point of view that as my profile grows people seem to feel as though they are owed more and more from me and I often feel like people view me as a commodity or as a walking advertisement for their makeup shoes clothes restaurant, club, photographic portfolio. It's so hard and feels sometimes like I'm being bullied into promoting people when I'm just trying to make music and work hard on refining my skills as a musician. The truth is I didn't ask you to take a photo of me and you didn't ask to post it. It's my face. It's my body in the photo. This is why I won't be adding a photo credit at this late stage, but I completely understand if you wish to report me to Instagram and get the photo removed. It makes me sad, but also smile in in, quote, what has this world come to sort of way, that this is over an Instagram photo, the most the most vacuous and empty place in the world. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, I really wish you all the luck in the world with your career as a photographer and thank you for taking time out of your day to photograph me. Oh, my God. Okay, number one, number one. She wasn't shot in a studio. No. 
on private property. No. She's in a public event. You're there as a- I paid money. You paid money to get there. But let's not even think about that because yeah. like, it doesn't matter if you were there as an official photographer or not. That doesn't matter. She's in public view. She's on public property. Yep. Anyone is allowed to take her photograph and use it. So that argument falls right on its ass. And two, I understand- I- get some of what she's saying there that yeah, she yeah, yeah. feels like this pressure that people can just use her for her you know pers- persona whatever but at the end of the day whoever on your social media team found that image knows what the right protocol should have been and it would have taken one second exactly exactly it would have taken one second yeah and i'm not asking for money i'm not asking for any you're money you're not asking for money just like yo that's cool that you decided to yes. use my image can yeah. you just like at least at me it would like it would be like me taking one of her songs and passing it off as my own basically without even saying anything you know yeah listen to this track yeah that's it yeah like i'm not going to tell you who it's by but and just because a photograph is of you doesn't mean that you have any ownership over it no of course not do you know what i mean no, no i did write back to her oh and People listening cannot see this, but this was my... <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. That's like a fucking novella. I wrote a lot. I wrote a lot back because I was really angry by this point. And I wasn't so much angry at what at the situation. I was more angry at her for not, not, not having the appreciation of what unknown artists have to put up with day in day out now her coming from a from a from the privileged position of being a known artist yeah however long it took her to get there um you know she's a, she, at the time she was a young up and comer yeah. yeah but she'd obviously she was signed she was yeah. touring the world she yeah. was in australia at the at a, at a festival yeah you know she was just doing all right for herself yeah um to not appreciate such a simple request for what 100%. it for what it was yeah. just a, a genuine and can we just take like a minute for the simple fact that she, a huge part of why she was so up and coming and so popular at the time was because of what? Social media, yep. people going to her gigs, reposting, live stream, like doing the video. Oh my God, I just saw this. Da, da, da. So that exactly. ha- is, has helped her get to the position that she's in. Exactly. Okay, exactly. go ahead, go ahead. So it wasn't, wasn't happening. You're not going to read that whole fucking I'm not going to read the whole thing, okay. but I am going to read the analogy that I, okay. that I said to her. Sweet. So I, I, I sort of said to her, let, let, let's flip roles for this one. Let's say I'm a highly paid, well-known photographer making good money for my work, getting featured myself in magazines and on TV shows, et cetera, et cetera. Meanwhile, you're a hardworking musician looking to make a name for yourself in an industry you've loved for years. I see you play in a pub where you're getting paid a couple of bucks to keep the punters happy, or maybe you're just getting a free meal. I take a shot of you. It goes viral and gets loads of publicity, but I didn't tell anyone who you are or where the gig was. You make an effort to contact me for some love. I tell you, sorry, but I didn't ask you to play in the pub I was taking photos at. You get nothing. I get tens of thousands of people telling me how awesome I am and how my amazing skill, how amazing my skills are, when really it was you that made the skills look so good. Do you get where I'm going with this? So that was my... That's a good analogy. That was my analogy, basically, and, it, and I'd go on and on and on. That's a really good analogy. I never received another response for her, but I did request for her to remove the photo entirely from her feed, which she duly did, so yeah. fair play to her for that. Yeah. But it should never have got... No, over something that, that would have taken like, you know, and I don't, I don't, I don't really blame her. I blame her for her poor attitude and the response. Yeah. Um, and her social media team being like clueless. her social media team. Like if you're going to work in social media, you need to know what the rules are, man. Of like, course you do. You know, put in a credit, put a credit on there. Yeah. 
ask. Basic. Like 100%. Simple. A lot of copyright I've found in my work as well as just personal photography stuff is comes down to basic manners really more than anything. Yeah. There are a lot of unwritten rules out there, particularly in video and broadcast space. Yeah. But there are some written rules as well and, you know, yes. we're in a time now where things are possibly going to change. Yeah, well, we would I was we were just talking because the Australian government in 2016, they did the Productivity Commission did a report on like the state of, you know, like copyright in Australia. And there's a really interesting part in it about fair dealings versus fair use. So, as a bit of like background, so in Australia we don't have a fair use law. We no. have a fair dealings law. Yep. And it's pretty basic and it's very clear as to what is fair dealings. And we've got the list here. So, for example, you can use some material for research or study. That's pretty self-explanatory right yep. there, okay? Criticism or review. So, you know, like if you're doing a movie review, Re-re-re-re. music review, writing um, writing a, a newspaper article about yep. a, the latest book that came out. Yep. Okay? Parody or satire. So, you know, I literally was about to say fast forward. <laughs> that show it, is like 20 years old. I'm 100. What about Utopia? Okay, so say, or like, what's that? Have you been paying attention? They do a lot of that kind of stuff on there, so you can do it with that. So reporting on the news, obviously, pretty self-explanatory. And provision of legal advice. So if someone's like using something as an example for a legal case, right? So that in this country is fair. what is classified as the fair dealings law. You can use someone else's copyrighted material under those circumstances. That's pretty- Very basic, very obvious. Very simple. Easy to follow. Very simple. Yeah. Okay. So this Productivity Commission report that came out in 2016, the basis of it is like, okay, like do we think that we need to move to a fair use law over a fair dealings law? And the government Productivity Commission report is kind of leaning towards, you know, advocating for us to move to a fair use system like in America they have fair use, they're not fair dealings. And their reason for that is that, having fair use will incentivize more creative works Mm -hmm. and kind of like, you know, help culture (laughs) and all this kind of stuff, right? And when in one, in the actual, and we'll actually link this in our show notes, in the actual report, it has this really interesting table where there's like, they give you a situation and then they state, is this, would this be legal in Australia under fair dealings? Yes or no. Is this legal in America under fair dealings, under fair use? Yes or no. And so it's a really good comparison. And like, I definitely would say after seeing this table and reading this report that, yes, like in Australia, the fair dealings law is a little narrow, but the flip side of that is a full fair use law is kind of detrimental to a lot of creatives. Yeah, I agree. So I'm just only going to give like a couple of examples here, okay? So these, just to be clear, these are examples of things that currently are are technically not allowed under, under fair, fair dealing but in would Australia. be under a new fair use yes, law. Yes, exactly. Okay. So I'm just going to like grab like a random one. A lot of them have to do with like education. Okay. Yeah. A teacher scans pages from textbooks to use in their lessons via an interactive whiteboard. <laughs> so in Australia, that hold is on, not allowed under fair dealings. Hold on, hold on. What is an interactive whiteboard? So, okay, like we are old. We had blackboards back in the day. Mm, I don't know. I think it's kind of <laughs> like an electronic overhead projector. 
Right. Uh, yeah. Like an interactive one Holy that you can shit. touch and feel. We legitimately <laughs> sound so I've got no shit. fucking idea. Right. So technically, like, and I'll just give matter. another one. Like, a teacher copies a single chapter of a book for inclusion in a set of class materials. They make 30 copies. Legally, that's not allowed under fair dealings in Australia, okay. but would probably be allowed under fair use in Amer- in the American law. Another another example. Scenes from a film are used in a subsequent biographical film about the lead actor. That would not be allowed under fair dealings in so Australia. So you see that all the time if someone dies, like, yeah. you know, they're going to show a couple of clips of their most famous moments or whatever. Yeah, so you know. all of that would have to be cleared by the copyright owners. But what we're saying here is technically now that is not allowed. No. That happens all the time. Like you can do it, but you have to get permission. Right, okay. Obviously. So because I've done this myself. I've done uh, I've done lectures in the past where I've been asked to, you know, talk about the yeah. use of photography in news specifically. Yeah. Sports news specifically rather. And I've gone to a lecture, you know, fully armed with a whole ton of photos that are yeah. from wherever, yeah. from various news events by news photographers and yeah. used those to illustrate the points I'm trying to make in these lectures. Yeah. So technically by the letter of the law, I should be handcuffed and thrown in the jail and the key. Well, be- I think it's all about <laughs> the making of the copies. Okay. Because it's like you're scanning. Because obviously you can use stuff for like educational purposes. What was the fair? If we go back up to the fair dealings, sorry, we've got our computers in front of us. Research or study, right? right? The difference is if you're researching and studying, you're not making copies. But as a teacher, if you're making copies of that work to hand out to the students, that is not allowed under fair okay. dealings. Okay. So I think what you did would have been okay because you weren't making, but if you made copies of all that stuff. Yeah, if I'd done a handout or something like that. Or like even an email. PDF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've done that. Yeah, so if I'd said, you know, if I'd advertised the talk with an image yeah. that wasn't mine, that I was that was going to be a part oh, of yeah. the lecture, that would have yeah. been like, eh, eh. No, no, you're not allowed to do that under fair dealings unless you have permission from the copyright holder. Mm. So you can see how this fair dealings law can be a little narrow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then there's some like other doozies in there, which is like, wait, I mean, hold up. There's this some is scary shit in here. Some scary shit. Okay. So I'm going to, do you want to read, do you want to read the one I'm, about the I'm artist? I'm going to read a scary one. <laughs> read a scary so one. So there's one here that says an artist creates a collage using images from a photography book. So collage is like pretty big too, like multimedia stuff. So. Yeah. In Australia, under fair dealings, you are not allowed to do that unless you have the permission from the copyright holder of those other images that you are remixing. Do you know what I'm saying? Or you have like, yeah, you have permission, you have a licensing agreement, whatever. But under fair use. You can do it. You can do it, babe. You can do it without question. You can do it. And if you do get questioned or pulled up, you can take that person to court and say, sorry, buddy. Fair use. Fair I can use. Do whatever the hell I want. And there's actually a really sort of famous American case about this exact kind of thing. Yeah. So maybe like a lot of listeners might remember the whole like atrocity from like 2011. We're going back a bit here, guys, <laughs> to like even present with the photographer. I think his name is Richard Prince. Richard Prince, not Prince. P-R-I-N-T-S, which would have been kind of funny, but that would have been kind of oh my god, that totally would have been funny. <laughs> but Prince, as in like Purple Rain. 
Oh, I was going to say William oh, okay. or Harry. <laughs> but you, your response was way cooler. Yeah, you, yours was very English. <laughs> like the royal family. So he is, people call him a reef, reef, reefographer because like he literally <laughs> he doesn't like That's actually brilliant. like take photos. So what he did, he made a huge body of work, like I think it was something like 50 huge large-scale prints where he took without permission professional photographers' artwork, Mm -hmm. photographs, and remixed them, but not like a hell of a lot. Like what he did was he put like a fake Instagram kind of frame around the image with like a fake username, fake comments, and then like emojis. And even in some instances he put like other photographs over the top of of that photograph, but it all depends on like which image we're talking about in particular. But it's pretty much basically like someone else's fucking photograph in an Instagram frame. (laughs) That basically sums it up for you right he sold these things through a new york gallery to people in new york and like around the world for like a hundred grand a pop no way this motherfucker got so rich off nicking quote-unquote like allegedly like nicking other people's photos sticking some fucking frame on it and calling it howdy doody okay so people obviously these photographers because this guy it wasn't like small peanuts this guy's in new york he's got a gallery in new york he's selling these 100 g's a pop you know what i'm saying he's he's cashing in on other people's like creative attention 100% oh my god what have i been doing my whole life i should just be (laughs) making people's work off let's move to the u.s let's move to the u.s and so a lot of photographers came out of the woodwork and sued him and and there was the one case in 2011, the photographer like won, but then he appealed it and the appeals court said it ruled in favour of Richard Prince and said, no, what he did was considered fair use. How? Well, it actually, this is a really, this is a really good quote. Okay. So this is from the article about um, the the appeal court case. The court explained that the new work doesn't have to comment on the original in any way as long as it alters the original in such a way as to provide new expression, meaning, or message. So it was allowed under fair use because the court deemed that he remixed it enough to create new expression, meaning, or message. So his idea was essentially a, a, a social social analysis, let's say, of, you know, the world now with Instagram and all that kind of Maybe. Shit I don't really know what his, knows like, what artistic his, intention who was. Knows. But the yeah. fact that he had attempted to turn it into a piece of art, yeah. however you determine that, yeah. basically allowed him to get away with, with what he did. Yeah. Now, that scares me because it's such a subjective thing. So, so subjective. If you get a judge at that appeal that is you know, that, that loves this guy's work or thinks, oh, yeah, that is, that's art, so it's all good. Yeah, or has no idea that, about art like, at all. That's just crazy. It's so crazy. crazy. So, like, if if we had sort of fair use in this country, I could probably get away with taking one of your photographs, Toby. Like, let's say I take, like, a portrait of someone that you've shot and I uh, slap, like, a freaking emoji sunglasses put, like, on them. thug life sunglasses on them or something Yeah, like exactly. Let, yeah. I put the thug life sunglasses on it, like, print this thing, sell it for 50 G's and go, yeah, it's a new expression on the original. <laughs> I'm not commenting on the original. It's an expression, new expression. 
Russian, I could fucking get away with that with fair use. I'd be hitting you up for at least half of that 50 grand, by the way. Uh, yeah, okay, well, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk. <laughs> but that's what's kind of scary. So scary. with this Productivity Commission report that it's open to the public, like anyone can go read it. We'll chuck the link up on the socials and all that kind of stuff in the yep. show notes. Read it. Like it's freaking long, so just like skip ahead to the past you find interesting. But, <laughs> I mean, did. it's kind of scary if that we – that they're kind of recommending that we have a less narrow law. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I guess the only hope we can have is that this is a this is a preliminary yeah report in in a in a way. So it might get obviously people are going to. And look this at is this. from 2016, yeah. so it's like they've been sitting on this report for a like three time. years. And things change all the time in, in yeah that, in that world, obviously. Yeah. But I think uh, I don't have a problem with as we've as we've illustrated earlier. I don't have a problem with some of the things. I do think that there are some cases where yeah a, a loosening of the existing law could, sure. could probably it could help, help things for educational yeah. purposes. Yeah. It could help for you know like for media stuff yeah. like that. I think that's fine, but it's a, there's a fine line between. Uh, expression and education and straight up straight up stealing plagiarism and, and yeah, stealing yeah, straight up just, stealing just taking shit like, yeah. it's just not on I don't think I've ever had anyone like that I know of like steal my work yeah I've had a couple of things but honestly most people are quite good and will ask yeah permission so for example if you uh just as an aside if you google Anna Nicole Smith doing it and uh and just check out her Wikipedia page you'll see a you'll see a lovely image of her was you know the main image she's like oh in the top corner yeah waving to a crowd in a beautiful pink dress <laughs> Sometime back when she, she was, looks great. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you click on if you click on that picture, okay. you'll see who who took that photo. You'll uh, copyright it, Toby Ferrari. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Just well, one, one of my many uh, great pieces of work. <laughs> Anna Nicole Smith. Funny story. Funny story. So how did that come about? Like, did so, they ask you? Yeah. So perfect example. The guys at Wiki Commons who 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 look after most of the stuff, most of the content on Wikipedia. Mm. Uh, this is back in the day when I was posting a lot of stuff to to Flickr. I was doing a lot of red carpet work for for, yeah. for news.com.au back in the day. Yeah. So arias, uh, awards, things, blah blah blah. Anna Nicole Smith, you may or may not remember. God bless her soul, was in Australia to... I don't think anyone has ever said that. God, God bless her soul. I reckon they have. I reckon, okay, okay, yeah. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So Let's she was stop. in Australia. She was in Australia as, you know, the special guest of this thing and I, yeah. I snapped on the red carpet with a shitty old Sony camera. Yeah. Posted it to my Flickr page and somebody at Wikipedia sent me an email, sent me a request through Flickr saying, hey, we're looking for a new profile picture for Anna Nicole Smith on her page. This is so random. Do you mind if we use yours and I'm like no okay go for your life like I honestly didn't care it's not yeah. the most fantastic shot as whatever if anyone's just googled it was probably realized what that shot yeah it's like a hey it was like the early oos guys yeah, don't was, judge it was bad but anyway um yeah, and it's still it's still there to this day. It's and pretty, they've credited you. They've credited me. Um, it, it's in fact the credit is a link back to the original um, Flickr page oh, on, on my profile, so that's it allows good. people to go back there and potentially see more of my work. That's really good. Perfect. I don't have a problem with that. Sure, they didn't pay me, but yeah. the image is not. <laughs> yeah, it's not of a standard that's going to earn me much money anyway. Yeah. So I don't really, I don't really give a shit. But if they, they didn't it. ask you, if they, and didn't they ask just me used and it, I stumbled across it, that would be. A copyright infringement. It would be a copyright infringement, and I'd 
would be pissed off. Yeah. Because I just think it, I just think whilst copyright is law, in my mind, it's common courtesy as well. 100%. In many cases. Yeah. And I, I just, it just irks me so much when people use stuff that isn't theirs. Yeah. To help themselves. But I think it's become way more of a gray area since social media, especially Instagram, oh, has taken of off like a pocket rocket. Yeah. Like people just think they can do whatever they want. Yeah. If it's online, people literally think it's up for grabs. Correct. And every content platform has a share function on it. Yeah. That that basically pushes you to to break the law in in, in a way. Yeah. Share this, share that, you know. Yeah. Share this to your followers, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Without any permission whatsoever. And I actually think that the whole flip side of this, right, it's like this is totally a whole other discussion for another day, but the oversaturation of images in the marketplace through things like Instagram and all of that, yes, has created this this like society where people think they can take whatever they want and there's no mm. such thing as copyright. Mm. And the flip side of all of that is that brands then come into things like Instagram and expect everything for free yeah, to be absolutely. able to use your work for free. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying they're stealing, but people will ask you to use your stuff for free because there's this free for all. Like, it's such a saturated market. And also, like, with Instagram, I know we talk a lot about Instagram, but it really is like a huge, it's massive, like, detriment and bonus to our whole industry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, the industry has changed hugely since Instagram, like 100 million percent. And I think that, yeah, they kind of take advantage of that saturated marketplace and they take advantage, brands take advantage of the fact that like, oh, you'll be stoked if we, (laughs) if we use your image, like, like Twigs was like, you should be so goddamn lucky that you were allowed to photograph me. Like that's literally, I know that's like legitimately like what these brands think. Yeah, it's true. And it's not right. You know, as we've spoke about in a previous episode about, you know, what the hell should I change? that episode yeah a lot of that has been driven by or a lot of people's inability to know what to charge has has been driven by that that culture of people just saying oh i'm gonna take that you don't mind you know that's just what people do now yeah imagine if that was real life yeah and you walked into a shop and said oh i like that dress i'm gonna take it yeah i'm not not paying for it thanks very much see you later (laughs) bye you'd be like what the we do not condone that yeah Yeah. but that's what it is no 100 percent. exactly what it is but people don't get it because they think it's online it's it's something that somebody made yeah you know exactly it's it's a it's a physical thing so you know that's the only difference totally but you know, in terms of the creative process behind it, it's no different. No, I, I, oh my God, I wholeheartedly agree. And I guess like the point of this episode is for people to like understand what your copyright is. Like it is mm. your legal right that you own your thing, the things that you have made and created yeah, that's as true. a photographer, as a musician, as a painter, as a whatever. And then you get to choose who uses it and how they use it. And yeah. that's through licensing and usage agreements, which we could probably do a whole episode on because that's huge. Yeah. there's a And look, it is a confusing and complicated area but there's plenty of information out there if you if you so much if you search and, and look for it and there's lots of places you can get advice from uh you'll get advice from the meaa like yeah. unions and all that sort of stuff oh my god totally and like a huge resource for me is the creative commons website yes 100 that is such a good website we'll hit we'll put that url in the show notes too but i guess like realizing that you have value in your copyright as well. Mm -hmm. So here's a really interesting example. Like 
a lot of the time I'll I'll do a job for someone and the images are being used for XYZ for their branding website whatever. Yep. And they're usually photos that I am never able to use again. Yeah, do you know right. what I mean? It's yeah, not like yeah, something yeah. I can resell or whatever. Sure. Like it only works for that particular whatever. So a lot of the time like a really interesting and clever way to make more money is to do a copyright buyout. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like a lot of people don't really talk about it because people are like, no, your copyright is what you have to hold on to for dear life. And I agree because that's like where our rights lie. Mm -hmm. But there's so many times where you're going to work for a client where you are never going to be able to use those images again. Yeah, it's such a specific thing. A specific thing that you could then offer a copyright buyout or usually the client will go, hey, can we buy you out of your copyright? Which means you're you're selling the images and all your rights to those images images Mm -hmm. and let me tell you like that is where all the gold is baby Mm -hmm. that is where all the money is to be made is in copyright buyouts if you're working for like some pretty big name clients who want exclusive rights to those images yeah right so we could talk about that in the licensing episode maybe yeah cool because it's a good way to make more money cool but you shouldn't just be yeah you got to see your copyright as like something that you hold on to like dearly and don't give away it's like it's like kisses. Only give your kisses away to someone who deserves it. No, that's sweet. I did not think we would talk about Anna Nicole Smith and like kisses as copyright. Yeah, copyright as kisses. What the hell's going on? I don't on? know how we got onto that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, is there anything else that you kind of want to add to this discussion about copyright? I would say if you find yourself in a situation where one of your images has been nicked, mm. stolen, whatever you want to call it, um, first port of call would be to do uh, try as hard as you can to contact the person that has yeah. infringed your copyright. Have a, uh, as much as you can, have a, 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 a sensible discussion about why you feel that your yeah. copyright has been infringed. Yes. Um, be, be polite. Be professional. Be professional. Be diplomatic. Try and see it from from both sides. Um, but you know, it's perfectly fine to get angry about it. But honestly, if you're not going to get anywhere with uh, someone that's stolen your your or inappropriated your appropriated your work, uh, if you get angry and, and shitty with them, so, yeah. tr- so try and be sensible about it. But definitely go to the source first, uh, and you will find. Honestly, um, I've done this many times. You'll find uh, in in almost every case that they will be reasonable. Yeah, and they'll either you know, uh, do what you've asked them to do, whether it be add a credit or remove the image or whatever. Or asking They'll, for payment. Or asking for payment. They'll usually put themselves in a position to to negotiate at the very least. Yeah. And if they don't, then you've got an issue and then you can seek further advice from either a legal representative or a union or, as you yeah. said, you know, the Creative Commons um, yeah. guys or whoever it is. But there are plenty. Don't be frightened by it because there are no. plenty of resources out there to help you. And that's the thing. Like a lot of the time the people that end up stealing misappropriating things like that are usually the big companies. Let me tell you, they're usually the big boys because they think they can get away with it. And then if you show that you're willing to go up against them, they'll usually back down. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So don't be scared, guys. Yeah, protect your copyright. Definitely protect your copyright. Yeah. Call it out. If it it happens to you, please call it out because it helps not just you but but everybody. Yeah, and like send like give us your comments about if you've had your work like misappropriated and you're just like, OMG. Any decent stitches that you can tell us about? Yeah, I think it's like, you know, if sharing these stories is really good for the community because it it makes you realise that, yes, it does happen and here's like some good tips of how to handle how to deal with it. For sure. So, yeah. 
Protect that copyright, babe. Protect it. All right. I'll see you back here some other time. Bye-bye. Ciao. Click Click Bang Bang, a photography podcast, is produced by Meredith Schofield and Toby Farage. Hey, that's us. <laughs> it is us. And I also do the editing. And Mez, you look after the engineering side of things, I guess. Yeah, like sort of, yeah. <laughs> sort of, kind of, sort of. Yeah. And uh, there's a bunch of other people who have kind of helped us to get this thing up and away. Indeed. Like our amazing branding was designed by dingdingding.co, a.k.a. your better half, Tobes. Definitely my better half. And the fabulous music you're hearing in the background let's just have a little bit more of a listen there yeah that's Mm. it composed by our good friend simon filiuzzi a legend so good how good is that music tobe so good so so good so good and look remember you can subscribe to this podcast everywhere yep send us your comments and ideas for the show and please don't forget to rate us it really helps others discover us you can check us on the socials at ccbb podcast we'll see you soon see ya (laughs) 